Yeah, it's your boy, mm-hmm. Mario Quinn. 2019, 2020, coming in full effect, level up music group. Yeah, 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 Jack. Uh, gotta give it up. Started from the bottom, but I climb my way up. Level up studios, that was all up in my thoughts. So I put it in a pot and I mix it all up. Wrote it down like 2013. All right, all right, all right. Peace and love, family. What's going on? It is your boy, Mario Quinn, and we're here with yet another Level Up podcast, and I'm really, really pumped uh, for our guest this evening. Um, I had to, um, you know, ask someone via Facebook, like, yo, one of our guests couldn't make it tonight. I need a a last-minute guest. Can somebody come through? You know, uh, potentially someone really dope, and I'm really excited that uh, Devin here uh, raised her hand and said, I'll do it. Um, So without further ado, I'd like to introduce our guest for episode 44, Devin Telefero. How are you doing today? Right. This is, you know, is a weekly thing we do. You know, I'm just, uh, you know, always inspired by people here in Pittsburgh and the work that they do. And so, um, you know, I wanted to create a a show um, that really highlighted people who are in the trenches doing um, great work. So, uh, you know, I applaud you for the work that you do. And we'll talk about that in a minute here because the people listening probably maybe somebody knows you. But some people might not know you. So if you could let the people know, um, Devin, exactly what it is that you do here um, in Pittsburgh. I know you wear many hats, but, you yeah. know, I guess tell us everything. Just jump right into yeah, it. Yeah. Just jump right into the pool of things that I do. So I, I wear many hats, as you said. Mm-hmm. And so we'll start with professionally what I do. Um, by day, I work for the Midwife Center, okay. which is a new situation for me, actually. Okay. Um, I've been there for about a month, but I'm the community engagement coordinator for the Midwife Center. Okay, dope. Which is great. And so my whole entire role is just making sure that I'm engaging and connecting with the community so that we can bring more people in, especially people of color, mm-hmm. and making sure that we're servicing people of color, mm-hmm. but also... Um, making sure that the people that we do serve have the resources that they need to be successful okay. while they're receiving care with um, with the midwife center. Okay. So, and you don't have to just be having a baby to receive care mm-hmm, at the midwife mm-hmm, center. Mm-hmm. We offer um, gynecological services and that sort of thing mm-hmm. too. So, which is really great is this empowerment of women mm-hmm. and women's health. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so, it's exciting to be a part of that journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and then by night, I always say, <laughs> um, well, it's like my side Super hustle. Superwoman. Yeah, right. My side hustle, um, which is not a hustle at all, but I guess it kind of is. Um, but I uh, just recently won um, the primary election for Pittsburgh Public School Board. Okay. Um, so I will, um, after the general election, be uh, sworn in as a school board member, which is a big deal. Sweet. Good. Yeah. We got. I got to talk to you about some things that I'm trying to do. <laughs> and that's usually and that's what a, people yeah, yeah, yeah. say. I'm just being real. Like I, I've been trying to get to PPS to do this program for so long, and I yeah. keep getting played. No shade or nothing, but you know, I just want a, a conversation. Yeah, you know? yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm down to have conversations. Right. I think that's probably like the number one thing that when I tell people that I'm um, 
now on the school board mm-hmm. that they're like, oh, well, let me give you this, throw this idea. Right, right. Here's this proposal <laughs> yeah, I put together. This thing I've been trying <laughs> yeah. to give the PPS for right. like 100 years. Right. And I'm like, okay, well, well let's talk. But right. I don't know and, what But I you're only about. one person on, yeah. uh, on the board. You I mean, know there's I mean? nine so, of us. Right, so. right. So those, those de- yeah. decisions like that have to be made mm-hmm. unanimously and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So I can imagine, you know, that being like, come on, I'm only one person. You know? Yeah. You know, I haven't even started yet. Like, yeah, like I don't even get sworn right. in until December. Right. So cool. No, I have zero authority right cool, now. Cool, cool. Well, congratulations. That's really, really dope. You know, definitely a black woman on the board. That's awesome. Love to hear that. Um, very cool. So when when I met you, so you've, I feel like you've always been an advocate for, like, education. Because, um, like, when I, I met you twice. I, like, met you once somewhere, and then I re-met you. I forget. I was a Heinz fellow. I forget mm-hmm. where we were at. Yeah. Um, what was that organization? Oh, it might have been when I was working with Romachi. Yes. Yeah, and yes. you guys came. And we yeah. came and did the talk. And so mm-hmm. um, talk, talk a bit um, about about that journey. Like, your, like what made you um, kind of want to take that step into, like, really being a, a change agent in uh, Pittsburgh's uh, educational system? Yeah, so it's really interesting. So what I can think back to... 2015 Mm -hmm. when I was working at the University of Pittsburgh I was an administrative assistant Mm -hmm. sitting behind a desk just you know paying the bills Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I was I was completely unhappy in that space Um, and so I you through a series of situations um, resigned from my my role at Pitt, mm. and I was kind of like without a job mm. for eight months. Mm. And during that time, I applied to be um, a public ally with AmeriCorps um, through a program, a local program, and I got accepted. And that's how I ended up at Amaji, mm. and it was how I ended up in nonprofit mm. in general. Mm-hmm. And it kind of like sparked this journey. Um, that took a little bit of time for me to discover like who I was mm-hmm. and what it is that I really desired or wanted to be doing mm-hmm. with my life, that it made that connection of nonprofit work and service and giving back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've always, I've always been in volunteer type of roles mm-hmm. or, you know, serving people in some type of capacity Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but it wasn't until I did public allies that I really that kind of like pushed me forward and taught me the tools taught me the things that I needed to do and the tool giving me the tools that I needed to be able to be successful in the in the service world um and I think from there you know working at Amachi and working with families and interacting with with youth Mm -hmm. um which wasn't a new thing for me I had done youth related work Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in other capacities before that um but it took me to go into working for another nonprofit uh agency a youth serving nonprofit agency that I was able to be more engaged and involved in the school system. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that took me back to my childhood Mm -hmm. in my days in school. Mm -hmm. I grew up in Wilkinsburg. Mm -hmm. And so when I was in school, like I just remember the the experiences that I had and the issues that I had and how unprepared I was Mm -hmm. for life. Right. Right. And so um, when I made that connection between my own personal education experiences and the ones that I was witnessing in the school district, mm-hmm. the school districts that I was working in, 
um, it kind of clicked. Mm -hmm. Like, education is so powerful. Right. And it's a tool that, especially in the black community, (coughs) that is underutilized. Mm -hmm. Because we're always just trying to get to the next level. We're Mm -hmm. always trying to do the next thing. But we sometimes want it to become easy. Mm -hmm. We want it to come easy, I Mm -hmm. should say. Mm -hmm. And education is one of those things that we're always constantly learning. But when it comes down to, like, you know, grades Mm -hmm. and, (laughs) you know, like, understanding specific materials, we kind of pull ourselves back Mm -hmm. because we're just trying to live this life. Mm -hmm. We kind of have this life in mind, and we think that we're going to get, achieve goals or achieve success through (coughs) sports or through entertainment or all these other ways. Mm -hmm. But we don't really see it as we don't really see education as something that's valuable. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because it's so different from, you know, like white spaces where where people like really push education. Like, okay, now you're going to learn in this space and now you're going to go to college and you're going to learn in that space Mm -hmm. and you're going to get a job and you're going to be successful. Mm -hmm. And we don't always push ourselves to do that because Mm -hmm. we're just like, oh, like I want to achieve it quickly. I Mm want to, you know, like... If I become a rapper, or if I become an athlete, mm-hmm. or if I become, you know, a dancer or mm-hmm. whoever, mm-hmm. you know, like that—that's how I'm going to achieve success. Mm-hmm. That education is kind of removed from that mm-hmm. sometimes, and not to say that those things aren't aren't great. I mean, there right. are successful athletes, there are successful dancers, there are successful rappers and entertainers, but sometimes we like in the black community we put education on the back burner. Right, right, right. And so when I was sitting in the in the classroom or interacting with students and they'd be like you know what do you want to do when you grow up well I want to be this or I want to be that um but we don't really we don't really see ourselves in spaces that Mm -hmm. are on um unattainable sometimes Mm -hmm. we feel like we can't we can't reach that right reach that goal and so when I was in the classroom and interacting with students like I always just pushed them because I just remembered the people who pushed me Mm -hmm when I was in school, when mm. I was that age. And I was like, you know, like you can't do anything that you really want to do. Mm. And, and it comes through learning and not for A's and B's mm. or whatever, but learning for like knowledge and mm-hmm. understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I saw people's circumstances. I saw the kids that I worked with mm-hmm. and their circumstances. And that is really what pushed me to run for school board. Mm-hmm. I mean, school board is all about politics, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. old school politics. Right, 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 right. And so I was never one for politics. Mm-hmm. But I think when I got into that space, I, you know, I was like, well, somebody has to be there to represent the kids. Mm-hmm. Somebody has to be in that space to um, stand up for what they need mm-hmm. and wh- what they deserve. And so I think that's really what pushed me towards education mm-hmm. so to speak no i love it i i, I wanted to a- ask a few questions because um you know i heard you say about like you know c- c- people or students focusing more on like oh i want to be a rapper i want to be this and not really seeing themselves um as like doctors or lawyers or mm-hmm. um things of that nature um and i and i would say for me, just be doing the work that I did as a Heinz Fellow, a lot of the things that I saw in these classes, and even me growing up, it's like we weren't shown black faces as doctors, as mm-hmm. scholars, as this and that. And so a lot of times I think some of, some of our students are 
they they don't think it's obtainable because they can't see themselves in that light. And what does get praised in American society a lot is hip hop and hip hop culture is mm-hmm. sports, football, basketball. You know, those people make some of the most wealthiest people mm-hmm. in the country. Um, um, but then and the, at the same time, um, you know, I also heard you talk about like, you know, put, putting education first in the sense of like, you know, you, you said the perfect American dream. You said get a good education, go to college, get a good job. Um, in, in my mind, I'm like, because I did that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I really I really did that, and it didn't happen, like, in the trajectory that it was promised. Yeah. Um, and so I'm wondering how, how do you, like, what's your plan on, like, kind of, you know, being real with students, like, you know, and like, hey, like, all right, this system isn't perfect, it, mm-hmm. and it really isn't for everyone in the, in the sense of, like, job, college, or excuse me, high school or school, college, job, yeah. perfect life. Because it, it it's it's we we're seeing that that system isn't the, the it, way it, it used it to be. It don't work for us, right? It don't. Right. It always so, it doesn't always work for and us. And I and I think and one of the things that the educational system is missing is like a sense of ownership for the students, where it's mm-hmm. like, okay, we're going to teach you these things. Obviously, it's important to know math. It's important to know your history. It's important to know um, how to read and write and things of that nature. But how can we take what they love to do, what they're passionate about, and the stuff that's required, you know, statewide, and then f- help them figure out a way to create mm-hmm. something for themselves out of that. Is there? Do you do you think about those things? Is that something that like you're trying to? Yeah, absolutely. I don't know if I asked that right. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's lot, cool. I got a it's lot going totally, on. Totally. Right, right. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, I think yes, you're absolutely right. I think it's bringing, it's delivering the the information and the basics to young people and especially young people of color Mm -hmm. in a way that they can vibe with, that Mm -hmm. they can understand, that that makes sense to them. Mm -hmm. Because I think what – so something that I learned um, not too long ago, actually, I was at a conference, an educational-related conference, Mm -hmm. and one of the things that I learned uh, or one of the things they talked about, I should say, is that – the how the education system currently is not set up and has been for a long time I should say mm-hmm. um, has not it's not set up for people of color mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know right mm-hmm. like so you know we were never supposed to be educated the way that we were mm-hmm, educated mm-hmm. right and so I think it's bringing the opportunities and the learning experiences to the young people in a way that allows it to for them to receive it mm-hmm. and understand it mm-hmm. so that they can take it and apply it in different ways. I don't think that education, uh, formal education is the solution mm-hmm. to the problem because like you said, like some some people go through the process mm-hmm. and still right. come out like not necessarily where they want to be or mm-hmm. they should be mm-hmm. because oftentimes it's because of the color of your skin mm-hmm. or because mm-hmm. of fill in the blank. Uh, for me, like, you know, I um, never finished my formal degree. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's something that's kind of, like, plagued me a lot mm. because I feel like if I had the piece of paper that tells me that I'm qualified and I'm smart enough to do X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. um, that I probably would be in a different space than I am right now. Mm-hmm. But for me, it was I wasn't prepared for that. Mm. School didn't my educational experience um, K through 12 didn't prepare me for that mm-hmm. in the district that I went to it was 
the fact that I even made it out of high school right. <laughs> was yeah, like right. a miracle. I feel that. I feel that. <laughs> um, right. And I, you know, when I got to college, like I went to college straight out of high school because that was just like, that was the routine, mm-hmm. right? You graduate from high school, you go to college. And I wasn't prepared for mm. for that college experience. Mm. And, then, and then life hit. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I like, my mom passed away. Mm. I you know, had to come home and, like, take care of my family mm-hmm. and then work and all these other things. So then life comes into play, and mm-hmm. this just becomes really difficult, right? Mm-hmm. But for me, it's something that I value. It's like I never stopped learning. Mm-hmm. Like, education isn't always this formal mm-hmm. thing or that you have to go through this process, right, right, right. This process, mm-hmm. right? But that is how society tells us. Mm-hmm. You know, society tells us that you have to go – go to K to 12 and then you go to four years of college and then depending on what you decide to study there might be additional education mm-hmm. to that mm-hmm. and then when you finish college then you get a job right. and then you and you work. know everything and then, <laughs> and then you've reached you've reached it that's not that's right. not even true I mean mm-hmm. there's people who went to college who have who have advanced degrees mm-hmm. all the way up to all the letters mm-hmm. of the alphabet mm-hmm. and still can't even do the basic of things right you know um so i think for me what i've thought is like the experience of learning Mm -hmm. is all about Mm self-discovery it's all about while you're learning things while you're learning the basics Mm -hmm. the a to the a b's and c's and the one two threes Mm -hmm. and the whatever have Mm you's that you're learning about yourself, mm-hmm. that you're learning about who you are and what it is you like and what it is you're passionate about mm-hmm. and what it is it that, you know, makes you angry and what makes you happy. Mm-hmm. And it's a, all about a learning process mm-hmm. that doesn't always result in, you know, a piece of paper that right. tells you that right. you can. Right. No, I, f- I feel that. I wish, I wish, I like what you said where it's like, from the beginning if we could be like yo what do you like what do you love and and we could like cultivate that nurture Mm -hmm. that all the way through Mm -hmm. i think that'd be a really interesting kind of change in the educational system Mm -hmm. if if we were like made it about like you know the students figuring themselves out figuring out what makes them angry because like out of that anger like it comes a purpose maybe it's like yo i I don't like you know x y and z because i don't think that's fair so i'm gonna you know i want to do this in order to challenge that and so like i i really respect that that's dope that's dope all right so my next question um because i'm thinking about life you you brought up life um one of the things that resonated with me you talked about your mom pretty much the same thing happened to me i was like like literally like a year from graduating and my mom passed away Mm. um right and i'm you know full-time student going through all types of stuff i get that phone call and i'm like oh my god um you know she's sick gotta go back to buffalo and i ended up staying there um in my hometown after the fact for for months on end mm. just in a crazy space and like trying to just balance all that you know and like come to terms with all that but um you know I'm thinking about you know the work that we do how much time and commitment and effort that goes into it um and and figuring out that like work life balance what what are some ways that you kind of balance your professional life with you know just being a human (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know what i mean yeah uh self-care is important Mm -hmm. and i sometimes don't always (laughs) catch on to that Mm -hmm. like it takes me a minute Mm -hmm. there's days where i'm like i need to take care of me 
And one of the things that I learned very early on, um, I used to do ministry work. Okay. And one of the things they told us in training, ministry training, was always making sure that you take a day, mm. a day off, a day for yourself. Mm-hmm. And that could be whatever day works for you, but just having time for yourself. And I think part of work-life balance what I learned is just making sure that you are taking time for yourself, mm-hmm. and especially when you're doing service-related mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm, I'm constantly in a space where I'm, I'm meeting needs for people, mm-hmm. whether it's for my full-time job or, you know, what's soon to be the school board or it's just for family, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Just always making sure that I'm always taking care of people, but there's not always – people taking care of Devin. Mm. <laughs> and so Devin has to take care of Devin, and I think is really learning. Um, and I can't say I can't say that I'm always successful right, at right, it, right, right. but I really do strive to be because sometimes it's just, just as simple as just taking, doing something special for yourself. Mm-hmm. I get so caught up on, like, I got to pay all my bills this month, and I got to make sure I have money for this, that, and mm-hmm. the other. But also, like... I have to be able to treat myself well, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I'm only responsible for me. Mm-hmm. So, like, a couple weeks ago, I took the day off because I was working over the weekend. Mm-hmm. So I just took a Friday, and I didn't do anything really major, but I went and I got a mani-pedi. Right. And oh, that's that was probably lovely. Of, <laughs> oh, my gosh, it was wonderful. Like, and now you. I still look at my nails, and I'm like, oh, man, this right. looks really nice. Right. It's still going. It's still popping. Mm-hmm. But uh, because – we need to take care of ourselves. And I think, mm-hmm. especially as women and black women, mm-hmm. we don't um, we don't always do for ourselves, mm-hmm. right? right? We're always constantly focused on taking care of people. Mm-hmm. And if, you know, if we're married and we have a family, we're taking care of our husbands, we're taking care of our children. If we're single, sometimes we're just taking care of our family in mm-hmm. general, or mm-hmm. we're taking, or we're doing our jobs and whatever and we don't always take stop and take time for ourselves so Mm -hmm. that's something for me when it comes to balance Mm -hmm. is making sure to have that me time Mm -hmm. or that treat yourself time (laughs) where it's like let me just do something special for me Mm -hmm. um and i really appreciate that sometimes it's just like i just need to like get away Mm. or uh, I'm a Pisces. Me too. And so, Pisces, on, get Pisces, get it. Let's go. Um, and so I water, mm-hmm. I really connect when it comes mm-hmm. to water. So like in the summer when the weather is nice, I love going to the pool mm-hmm. and just like sitting by the poolside mm-hmm. and just letting the sun mm-hmm. come in and, and, and soaking it up. Right. And yeah. And, um, and it's, you know, it just, it's, well, you have to find whatever works well for you mm-hmm. or whatever allows you to connect, um, with yourself mm-hmm. and i think that's really important dope dope devin thank you for that self-care family you heard <laughs> um if you're just now tuning in on our facebook live or on um our google podcast or spotify i'm with uh devin Talaferro. Mm-hmm. i got that right um but i wanted to read a uh, comment um my wife always leaves comments so i want to make sure okay. i read at least one of them she first says hey love with a heart <laughs> and then she Cute. says triple hearts that's amazing to come full circle and give back in that capacity and to include uplifting others in your own purpose. You are such a blessing to your community. Oh, thanks, girl. Aww. How thanks, sweet. Mario's wife. How sweet. 
<laughs> oh, sweet. Dope. So um, I, I want to get to a little bit lighter of a question. Um, just one that I always ask. It's my reoccurring funny question of the day. Um, and, but I like to ask everyone this. So what I mean by what I say is pet peeve. Okay. So, Devin. <coughs> What is your number one no-no? Just that one thing that you oh. just, you mm. can't do, can't stand. It could be serious or it could be funny, whatever whatever okay. you're feeling. My no-no. Ooh, okay. <laughs> so. It's my favorite question. Okay. Oh, my gosh. This could be so many different <laughs> right. things. Um, okay. The thing that comes to my mind first is, um, oh, geez. So it. I'm not, I just went straight to relationships. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. That's and all right. my no-nos. That's and I'm right. just like, I no-no to, like, not, like, not coming correct. Like, mm. not, I feel like oftentimes, uh, so I'm a single, I'm a single person, mm-hmm. right? And so I feel oftentimes, you know, guys just kind of come at you like any old way mm. like oh like i'm just going to accept who i am because mm. i'm a man and i'm right. like no w- you have to like come in a way of respect mm. and i feel like a lot of times the, you know you don't get that mm. respect receipt right i'm <laughs> a very thoughtful person right. and so i'm very and very considerate person mm-hmm. and so i think a no-no for me is just like when you just come with your your baggage of disrespect mm-hmm. and you're just like hey i get to treat you whatever way that i want mm-hmm. because fill in the blank and i'm like no no that's not even <laughs> cool like <laughs> you don't get to yeah, do I that don't, i don't i don't get some people i'll just say that yeah people are interesting yeah i would say that's mm. the best way I could put that. People mm. are interesting. But yeah, like guys, you know, yeah. come correct. Show yeah. some respect. Show some class. Yeah. You know? My yeah. second pet Oh, you got another one. Let's my go. Second <laughs> pet, as I'm thinking about it, my second pet peeve right. is like terrible drivers. Oh, Pittsburgh. Clement weather. <laughs> Pittsburgh is known for that. Like oh, they the cannot drive. I Literally, people, I'd never seen this before ever in my life. As uh, the years I've been driving, people stopping at a green light i'm like why are we well, why are you stopping why are we at a full green stop? means go you know and i'm like i'm looking i'm like the car in front of you is not turning why you know like mm-hmm. I, and then if we get a lick of snow it's over or rain and any type of precipitation yeah the they, sky, they, they're like, oh, like i don't know okay and i'm from i'm from buffalo new york so we yeah. get snow snow right so like for me snow. i'm like this is nothing that's the six i'm talking about the snow is like six feet that's like, like snow from like, canada yes or it's, like it's <laughs> coming straight off of a mountain or something yeah, no, right. but like yeah that, i'm with you on that one I hate yeah. bad drivers. Yeah, bad drivers are the worst. I also don't understand the Pittsburgh left. The Pittsburgh left pisses and me I'm off. And I'm from Pittsburgh. I'm like, that's so dangerous. <laughs> like, I'm like, how does this even right. work? It's like, wh- whoever get there first, basically. Yeah, it's like, baby. if you're going straight and I'm going left, I'm yeah. beating you to the left. And yeah. it's like the most, d- I've seen so many accidents like that. Yeah. And I, no. Now, like, if I see somebody turning left and they look like they nudging, I'll just. Just go I'm like, go ahead. Just do what you Because I ain't got do. time. I'm not. Yeah. I'm patient. Right. I'm not that much in a hurry right. that I need to get anywhere. No, yeah. I'm like, you know, but my, you, you ask my wife, I'm, I'm, I get road rage. I'm, I'm really bad. I'm always like yelling. I'm like, come on. Like, I'd be so yeah. mad. I'm like. I have whole conversations with uh, people in the car oh when I'm God, driving. Oh, my God. I'm like, I'd be mad. <laughs> but I'm polite with right, it. Right, right. I'm like, sir, right. what are you doing, right. sir? 
like or not yeah, using your turn signal that's another thing pittsburgh be- yeah, they'll understand. just slow down you're like why are you slowing down? oh you're turning i use my turn signal for everything because when you're you turning know. you're supposed to use it that's why it's there how. i think that's why it's there yeah. i could have yeah. sworn on the test it was something it's with the turn, turn si- signal. signal right because when you're going to turn your car right. <laughs> it, it signals, signals to the person in front or to the side Basically. that you turn exactly yeah i 100 percent agree I, I, I don't know much, but I do know yes. that. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of things that I don't know. Uh, I but think I it's know. in the manual. They got the car manual. It says so there's a group. They created a whole manual <laughs> to right. teach you to how, teach how to, to, to drive, right. and people don't know. That's hilarious. So That's I don't great. know what happened. What went wrong? Oh, that was great. Thank <laughs> you. But I, I agree. Bad drivers and, and disrespectful people. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't speak. I don't, you know, I'm married. <laughs> I hope I'm all right, babe. I try my Listen, best. Listen, I hope he's respectful. You know, if you if he's not, let me you know. know. Yeah, let them know. They'll they'll all beat me up. She got all types of big brothers and sisters that oh, work yeah, here. So, that's yeah. always like looking at me, watching. I'm right. like, I ain't doing nothing. I'm Get working. All right, I'm trying my best. Okay. <laughs> Anywho, all right. So, telling down to the end of the podcast. I don't want to keep you too long, but um, I definitely um want to ask this question because it's like the question of the show, um knowing the work that you do being someone who uh cares for others and soon to be doing work in the school board uh caring for our students and and their futures um if there was somebody watching this show young person young black woman or whatever who might uh aspire to do similar work as you um or just anything just has a dream um what what advice at this time would you give that young person believe in believe in what you feel Mm. like i think oftentimes we we tell young people like oh no that's just crazy or you know don't do that Mm. like you know i think about so many people who say like dance is not a career Mm. and like you shouldn't you shouldn't go into it Mm. right like if somebody if people t- maybe people have told you that and and like you're never going to be able to do something but like i really do believe in like do what makes you happy mm. like do what you're passionate about because mm. i think when you do the things that you're passionate about and that make you happy then that's where you f- you start to discover who you really are mm. and so for me like i always had this vision in my life that um that i would I don't know, be able to someday, like, have a scholarship fund mm. or some, like, fund of money, like, as a leg- as a way to build my legacy mm-hmm, as a mm-hmm. person, but to be able to inspire young women to do the things that they dream about. Mm. If, you, if you wake up one day and you say, I want to be a business owner, I want to open up a business, or if you wake up in one day and you say, I really want to go to college, or I want to travel the world mm-hmm. like i mm-hmm. feel like you should get to do that mm-hmm. because those are the things that are going to make you who you are and sometimes i feel like there's this there's this time frame to life mm-hmm. where you have to go like this specific order so you have to go to kindergarten and then the f- section you know like grades to follow to 12th grade and you graduate from co- high school and then you have to go to college mm-hmm. for four years and then depending on what your major is you have to do additional education mm-hmm. and you have to go through this this process mm-hmm. and everything has to go back to back to back to back to back mm-hmm. but i don't feel like everybody's always ready for those different stages mm-hmm. of life and 
you know, legally, you have to do certain mm-hmm. things. Like mm-hmm. You have to go to K-12 school, mm-hmm. like, because that's just what the law says. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But when it gets to, like, college or whatever you do after high school, like, that is where you should get to decide what's best for you. If you want to go to college when you're 45, mm-hmm. that's because, okay. that, because you've, you've done all these other things that you've wanted to do for the rest of your life, that should be okay. Mm-hmm. Like, you should be ready to do it when you're ready to mm. do it. And I think there should be resources available for young people who want to ju- just discover who they are and mm. live their dreams. So I guess for me, it's just inspiring young people mm. to go after what makes them happy and mm-hmm. go after what 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 drives them. Mm-hmm. Because there's not a whole lot of people telling them that everybody has a plan. Everybody always has a plan for for your life Mm -hmm. but if you don't have a plan for your own life if Mm -hmm. it's not what you want to be doing if it's not what's going to make you happy Mm -hmm. you're going to end up in a space where you feel defeated Mm. or you feel like this isn't working Mm -hmm. because you're living off of somebody else's Mm -hmm. vision or dream for your life so i think it's really inspiring people to go after the things that they that make them happy period I'll go ahead and give you a couple of these. Only some people get the slow snaps, so <laughs> that was beautiful. Definitely follow follow your heart, follow what you feel um, that is for you. Um, you know, try different things. I, I feel like for for me personally, like put putting myself in a position to, to be like vulnerable and try things that I'm like, oh, I don't know if I could do this, and then doing it. Um, I feel like that's really helped me in my mm-hmm. career. Like you know. My boy was like, yo, you should be a Heinz fellow. I'm like, bro, I'm a whole dance teacher. Like, that's crazy. What do I know about social justice education or anything like that? But I was like, you know what? I'm going to go for it. And I did it. And, like, it changed my whole perspective on. Expression. Yeah. Expression and social justice go together. Right. Because it's the the voice or the vehicle sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That's dope. And then look what happened. I mean, it was like a good experience. Right. Hopefully it was a good experience. No, it was, it was, yeah. if Kenny's watching this, Kenny D, my man, it was great. Dr. D, you know what I'm saying? No, no, no. I loved it. I mean, yeah. and I'm still really good friends with everybody that was in, yeah. in my cohort, even this new, the newer cohort, like friends mm-hmm. with all of them. Um, so, like, yes, yeah, it, it definitely mm-hmm. worked out for me and, like, you know, got, gave me the tools that I need to be, to take what I really love to do to the next level, you yeah. know? And my, my goal is, like, how can I blend? Um, you know, it's called character cultivation Mm -hmm. through dance. That's what dance does is it cultivates character, but also add this element of like education at the same time. Uh, And my belief is like, if I could help students gain confidence in one er one thing that's foreign to them, Mm -hmm. um, I can then show them how that same uh, confidence or how if they apply that same kind of method to their regular courses and classes that like they can be successful I think it's just like knowing that you can do it because like for me anytime I failed at something it was because I thought I couldn't do it yeah. not because I, I, I not because I didn't have the ability I just like I, I can't do that I'm not smart enough yeah. you know what I mean and so like yeah, I've been trying to use da- dance and art like as a way to say look you you didn't know how to dance two weeks ago now you know how to do x y and z mm-hmm. so imagine if you applied the same thing to mm-hmm. math it's you know those I mean? baby steps, I right. think, that the the small steps towards 
something mm-hmm. that I think we overlook. Mm-hmm. Like we look, we overlook the vic- the small victories because mm-hmm. we're waiting for this big thing to happen. Right. Like I'm waiting to for I would be able to like break dance. Right. But like I don't know, I'm just using dance. Right, right now, I mean, that's what y'all but do. like if you could do but, the top rock, but that's yeah, dope. But like <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? like there's yeah. like small things. Like as you learn, as you grow, you learn how to do these things until the point that you're able to accomplish the ultimate goals. Mm. And I think we overlook the small things. Like that's something I have to go back towards like in my life. Like what were the small things that got me to the space that I'm in mm-hmm. right now? Because like it took a while for me to get to this space. Mm-hmm. Like I've had I had like rock bottom mm-hmm. spaces in my in my world, mm-hmm. rock bottom spaces where I was like sleeping on my sister's couch mm-hmm. because you know, I, I didn't have a job. I like had to move out of my apartment because my roommates moved out and mm-hmm. like my life as <coughs> what i knew it to be was like felt like it was over right, right, right? Right, right but you know those those times were just preparing me for where i'm at right now mm-hmm. that i'm able to have my own space and i'm able to you know be hospitable mm-hmm. with my space and i'm able to give back or i'm able to you know, volunteer my time or mentor young mm-hmm. people or I'm able to do all these different things because I had to go through these other steps and mm-hmm. processes in life. And um, so sometimes I feel like we overlook the little things that are just basically preparing us mm-hmm. for something greater. Mm-hmm. And also I would add like our how we perceive failure because, mm-hmm. I, 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 you know, you talk about being hitting rock bottom. It's like sometimes – that failure is just a a stepping stone or something that you need in order to learn a lesson to get you to the next level Mm -hmm. because it's like if you if if things were easy then you know everybody be doing it or there would be no value in it i think Mm -hmm. like we have to start teaching our young people to look at failure um as an opportunity to get to the next level and i think that's that's super important well devin thank you so very much for Yay. being on the show today. Um, you. you know, I don't always like to do the last minute guest thing, but I was like, I got to have somebody on the show and I want to make sure I stay consistent um, with my vision for this uh, podcast and what I'm trying to put out there for the young people. Um, but uh, if you let people know if someone wants to, you know, contact you or have a question for you, um, can you let them know how they can reach you via social? Yeah. So, I mean... On a regular basis, if you just like, man, she's pretty cool. Like, let me see what she's <laughs> got going on. Right. You can just reach me on my regular social media, Devin Delaferro, Facebook, Instagram. I think my Instagram name is like PGH Diva Thirty One. Okay. Which lets you know when I started that Facebook page, I was 31. 31, right, right. Not 31 anymore. But, yeah, so that's my Instagram. Um, If you're like, oh, she's cool, like, she's probably my school board representative, and I should know who she is, you can find me at Mm devintelleferro.com. I have a .com with my name, which is cool. And um, that has all my school board stuff Mm -hmm. on it. And, um... Yeah, those are all the ways that you can get a hold of me. Instagram, Facebook, website. Mm-hmm. I do have a podcast, I will say. You do a podcast, too? I do a podcast. Oh, I didn't even know. I know. And that's why I, I was like, when I saw you post it, I was like, oh, man. 
I'm gonna be on somebody else's podcast right, for a that's change. Dope. But I do have a podcast. I'm trying to. Can, is it? Is, is, is am I allowed to get on it? You can get on it. Okay. Cool. Actually, I would love to have you on it sometime. So right. right now we're on a we we took a break. Mm-hmm. Um. So we recorded our first ten uh ten episodes. Mm-hmm. And that was like an accomplishment, right. let me tell you. Right, <laughs> you said you were like 40-something. Yeah, like, yeah. Look, we got 10 in. I was like, woo, we did it. We did we're going to take a <laughs> first season one. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, but we're definitely working on um, on doing it again starting in the fall. Okay. It's called Shit Happens. Okay, I like um, that. And and it's because shit does happen. Truth. And in <laughs> life. And when I decided to do that, you know, I remember like telling like my dad, I talked to my dad about everything. Mm-hmm. I remember telling my dad, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this podcast. It's called Shit Happens. And he was like, why do you have to say that? Every <laughs> word in it. Why can't you just call it, it something else? It happens. And I was like, but dad, when you think about it, shit really does happen in life. And mm-hmm. sometimes it's out of our control. Mm-hmm. And the whole reason that I started to do this podcast is because I wanted to learn. I wanted to have an outlet to express myself. Mm-hmm. Because I'm a very close person. Like, mm-hmm. I don't always share how I feel about mm-hmm. things or what I'm going through. But I wanted a space in which I could talk about the things that I'm going through. But I didn't want it to just be this, like, complaint session mm-hmm. where I'm just like, oh, here are all the stupid things that I'm going right, through. Right. Oh, shit, happening in my life. <laughs> right. I wanted it to have there to be some meaning to it or some purpose to it. Mm-hmm. And so really what the show is about is talking about the shit that happens in life. And it could be work or relationships, or just life in general, mm-hmm. but then how do we embrace it? Mm. How do we deal with it? Mm-hmm. What, is, what are the steps, like, what are the things that we can learn from the the things that happen in our lives mm-hmm. that are out of our control? And I think that that's really important. Right. And that's kind of who I've become, is this person, like, I've gone through a lot of different crazy things, mm-hmm. a lot of shit that's happened in my life, but who am I because of it? Mm-hmm. Because there is that growth. There is that learning process mm-hmm. to everything that mm-hmm. we do, and so that is that is kind of what what shit happens is. Dope. It's just us talking about the things that happen in life and how we embrace it. And so, where can we find this podcast? So you can find it on all the things. One thing that we're not on is Spotify, though, okay. because I couldn't figure that out. I can help you. But we are on um, Apple Podcasts. Okay. We're on Stitcher, okay. and we're on Google Play okay. and SoundCloud. Okay, cool. I'm a, like a SoundCloud rapper, cool. but I don't rap. Cool. We're not on SoundCloud, I don't think. <laughs> and I'm a SoundCloud rapper. I'm about to start dropping tracks. Nice. I'm a, I'm an artist. Oh, thank you, man. That's better than a SoundCloud. A SoundCloud. Right? You, you, you got respect for my skills. Yeah. I am about to drop some music, though, on this fire. Nice. But anywho, family. Uh, episode 44, Devin. <laughs> Telefera. Wow. Do amazing stuff. Thank you so much for everything yeah. that you shared. Um, you can find her. She has her own website. What is it again? DevinTelefera.com. Okay. Just keep it real basic. Real it's my basic. Name. And you can find me. Please follow your boy, Mario Quinn, at The Mind of Quinn. Don't do it. Don't do it. No. <laughs> at The Mind of Quinn um, on Facebook, IG, Twitter. Uh, you can also go to my website. MarioQuinn.com. See, everybody should have a website and, uh, with their name. Yeah, in. yeah, definitely. Um, brand. I'm, it. I'm all about personal branding too. I feel yeah. I, I wasn't about that at first, but I'm like, that's really important. Um, and so yeah, so follow me, follow Level Up at Level Up PGH, and of course our website is LevelUpPGH.com. And I just want to thank you all for tuning in and for listening to this podcast. Um, and next week, who do we got next week? We got somebody Just crazy next want, week. Not me. I don't know who we got next week. Somebody would. 
Who is it? It's not you. It could be you. <laughs> anyway, well, thank you for tuning in, Devin. Thank you again for yeah. being on the show. Is there any last words or anything you want to say to the people? Um, I mean, I would be crazy if I didn't say, like, if you live in the areas in which I am representing mm-hmm. for school board to vote for me on November 5th. Because okay. Wait, and what area? <laughs> yeah, that's actually a uh, good thing to know. What areas are you representing? Yeah. So I got all the neighborhoods. This is actually one of them. So, um, so parts of like Lawrenceville, mm-hmm. um, upper Bloomfield, like this area. Okay. Um, the North side r- neighborhoods are five views, spring Hill, spring garden, Troy Hill mm-hmm. and East Allegheny. Okay. Or, um, and then, um, the strip district, Polish Hill, Washington's landing. Cause who lives there? Right. And who's ever been to Washington's landing not is me. the question. Right. And, um, Stan Heights, Morningside and Highland park. So it's kind of okay. all over the yeah, place. You are all over the place. Um, yeah. but, um, it's a dope district. And if you live in it and you want to vote for me on November 5th, I mean, like, um, you know, running on a post. So yeah. there's not a whole lot of options of people to vote for, yeah. but you should vote for me. Um, vote. And um, that's my political yeah. uh, plug, it. I plug, plug it. for yeah. the day. Because I forget sometimes I'm a, like a politician and right. stuff. Right. Dope. <laughs> a regular person. Well, congratulations on that, too. That's Thank really you. dope. Because I saw that when I was trying to get you tagged in here and I was like. It said Devin Teleferro for school board was the only one that was coming up. And I'm like, yeah, you're like, oh, it's interesting. Yeah, Yeah, sometimes people, I'm in the grocery store. People are like, oh, you ran for school board. I know you. I voted for you. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm just trying to buy my groceries. Right. Leave me alone now. (laughs) Anywho. All right, family. Well, thank you again for tuning in. This is episode 44, and it's your boy, Mario Quinn, and we are out. Out. Do I have to say it? Yo, yo, yo. Gotta give it up. Started from the bottom, but I climb my way up. Love it up studios, that was all up in my thoughts. But I put it in a pot and I mix it all up. Whoa, whoa, gotta give it up. Started from the bottom, but I climb my way up. Love it up studios, that was all up in my thoughts.